In his career, Stuart Pearce played for Newcastle, Man City and West Ham. He also captained Nottingham Forest and then later England. After his playing career ended, Stuart returned to Man City as their manager. Hi, I'm Nick Warren, and in today's Island podcast, Stuart Pearce talks to First Quantum leaders about leadership and how to motivate a team. Hi First Quantum Leaders, I'm Stuart Pearce and I want to speak to you about my thoughts on leadership and motivation. Firstly, let me give you a brief history of my background. Before starting a professional career in football at the age of 21, I left school at the age of 16 and worked as an electrician and part-time footballer for five and a half years, qualifying in my given trade just prior to getting the chance of becoming a professional footballer. I then spent the next 35 years in professional football in England making appearances as a player for the likes of Manchester City, Newcastle, West Ham, Nottingham Forest and Coventry City, and playing for and captain in England. Following my playing career, I coached and managed in the Premier League, the Championship, before managing the England Under-21 team for six years, and the Olympic team at the 2012 London Games. In addition to my current coaching roles, I worked in the media and have my own leadership and motivational speaking company. My first venture into the world of leadership came a decade ago, when I was working for the English FA and was asked to take the FA Cup to Afghanistan to do a troop visit and football coaching for the British Army. Just prior to departure at Bryce Norton, the RAF base in Oxfordshire, I was asked if I would speak to a group of young trainee soldiers about leadership, which I immediately said yes to. But on the flight over, I thought to myself, what do I really know about leadership and can I verbalise it? In my specialised field, I was perceived as a leader. I've captained most of the teams I've played for. But how do you put that into words? I thought to myself, what people have motivated me over the years? And why did I want to follow them? The first person that came to mind was Brian Robson, the then England captain I first played with. And what one word described him as a leader? That word was unselfish. He put the group and individuals before himself, which in my mind made him a leader that I wanted to follow. Other individuals that I've been captained by have been good players, even great statesmen of the game, but always felt they always kept 5% for themselves. They never give them all to the group and the individuals that they were trying to lead. Do you as a leader give your all to those around you? Bear this statement in mind. Good leaders create followers. Great leaders create leaders. Can you be a great leader and create the next generation of leaders? How have some of the great leaders motivated the group and teams over the years? Firstly, it's important to realise your own strengths and weaknesses. But to understand the things that motivated you as an individual won't always motivate other individuals or a group. So to really motivate each individual and each member of your team, you have to get to know them. You have to get to understand them, what are their trigger points, what stirs the emotions in them. I've been motivated by some outstanding leaders over the years and by using different methods as well. But the one thing they had in common was they got to know me and what would motivate me. And the timing and delivery of when they've delivered certain words to me that have motivated me. Two very differing stories I have for you now. Firstly, I worked for Brian Clough at Nottingham Forest. 
I was picked to play in the England squad for the first time. I was nervous. Trepidation filled me. Was I good enough or not to be in that standard of international football? Only four years previously, I was an electrician working for the local council. Now I was expected to line up against Brazil at Wembley in front of 100,000 people. The following day after my selection, I went to training at Nottingham Forest and was summoned to Brian Clough's office. The conversation went word for word like this. Hello, son, I see you're in the England squad. That's right, boss. Do you think you're good enough? I don't know. Well, I don't. Get out. Now, he delivered some really harsh words to me. Those harsh words won't work with everybody and probably this day and age in society certainly won't work. But what he was saying to me was keep your feet firmly on the floor. I was nervous just after the call up for England, but now I had someone to prove wrong. Great motivation for me. He only delivered those words because I think he'd get a reaction from me. Secondly, I had some incredibly kind words delivered to me as well. Total different end of the spectrum. I was playing for West Ham United at the age of 37 and Harry Redknapp was my manager at the time. In the February of that season, I broke my shin bone for the second time. I went in at half-time. The injury occurred just before half-time. I told the manager I think I could ice it and get through the second half. I can assure you now, if there's anyone out there listening... Whatever you do, don't try and run off a shin bone by icing it. It doesn't work. I went home that night. I cried on the way home because I thought my career at the age of 37 was about to finish. My contract was due to finish in three months' time. On the Sunday, I heard nothing from the club. And on the Monday morning, when I was contemplating life after football, the phone went. It was Harry Redknapp, my manager. He said to me, get yourself right. There'll be a new contract waiting for you that summer. That afternoon, I went to my local swimming baths and started my recovery. In these times, can you make a phone call to a colleague that Harry Redknapp made to me? I was at my lowest ebb at the time, thinking my career in football was finished. One phone call, the personal touch, both in your team and the wider community, that we all work in are vital and more powerful than you can imagine. I ended up getting myself fit, had that new contract signed in the summer, on the opening day of the season, we played away at Chelsea. I was in the starting lineup for West Ham. That season, I was the player of the year. The following season, I joined Manchester City and we won the championship, all on the back of a phone call from a manager when I was at my lowest ebb. Can you make that phone call? Somewhere on your life's journey, you will face adversity. Whilst at the time, this can seem tough and insurmountable. But if you embrace it, some of the best learnings can come from it, as well as sharpening your focus to take you and your team to greater heights. Thank you very much. That's it for this week's episode of the iLearn podcast from First Quantum. iLearn is First Quantum's new corporate university. The full iLearn system will be available later in the year, but in the meantime, we hope you enjoy this podcast series. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Thank you.